If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. The Morning Show. The Home Team. No, it's both. It's the crossover. Crossover! Step back! Presented by Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen right here on 960theref.com. It is another edition of the Crossover Podcast. Chris Brame from the home team, David Johnston from the morning show. Stir it all up and you get uh, the Crossover Podcast. However it is that you listen to uh, podcasts, subscribe and rate on iTunes or uh, listen on demand at 960theref.com or download the 960theref app for uh, all the conveniences of 960theref. You can listen live uh, wherever you are, whenever you want. You don't just have to be here in the, the Athens area. You can stream Georgia sports programming. That you do have to be in the vicinity, 50-yard radius of, uh, of Athens. Yes, the geofence. Yes. And uh, we are counting down to kickoff with the Dogs and Arkansas coming up on September 26th. We have got, as we record this on a Thursday, an ACC team in action tonight. The U will take on UAB. I saw Manny Diaz uh, has pledged that the turnover chain will be disinfected after every use. Well, that's good to know. So that's good. And, uh, you know, then there's some ACC and Big 12 teams that will play this weekend. Some conference, some non-conference. Tech will play Florida State. So they're jumping right in to uh, conference play on this uh well, it's not really the opening weekend, but it's the first weekend we've got uh, the Power Five leagues really getting it cranked up. And the NFL is back as well, but uh, but but one upping all of them is uh, the Atlanta Braves, who had for the second time this year a double digit run outburst in a single inning scoring 11 times in the second inning was it also the second inning in philly when yeah, they scored 10 it was yeah yeah that sunday night game right yeah that game they they kind of like stopped where they end up like at 13 they or won something 12 to 10 yeah all right yeah La- uh, the last night against the marlins they did not stop they kept going scoring 29 runs hitting seven home runs combined and uh, you know i've been wondering is it possible because the Braves' pitching rotation right now is uh, well, there is none. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's in shambles. Yeah, um, I mean they don't expect Freed to be out long, and there's word that maybe Cole Hamels is getting ready and closer to actually making a debut. But um, could the Braves slug their way hmm. to a pennant? Well, it's so weird how um, two nights ago they got shut out on four hits, and then they come back last night as we record this on a Thursday and score 29 runs. By the way, Tommy Malone, there was some stat that he is the like only pitcher in modern day history or something. I have to go get the stat, but something like to be in the game when his team scores double digits in an inning or whatever, and not get a win in either game. <laughs> yeah, which he has now done twice because he's year. followed it up by giving Oof. up a lot of runs. Yeah, and he did it. Um, like we said, when they were when they won that twelve to ten game against the Phillies, he gave up seven runs in two and a third innings, and then last night. He gives up the, what was it, eight runs in like 
two innings or three innings. He, he only went as long as he did last night because they had the huge lead and they needed him to to throw pitches. Yeah, because that was like the the thing about the the game in Philly. Like, okay, the Braves score the the ten runs in one inning, and the next thing you know, though, like they have to use their A bullpen to survive yeah, the like game. Lanson got the save. Yeah, I mean Martin pitched in that game. Uh, Will Smith pitched in that game, and I believe even Green pitched in the game. Yeah. So. I think when you score 10 runs in an inning, you don't anticipate you're going to end up having to use basically all the uh, all the silver bullets in your bullpen, but they did that night. Last night, not so much, because the offense just kept mashing. Although it was funny, Bryce Wilson got the save last night with his one run allowed in four innings. Yeah, And then back in 2007, when the Rangers beat the Orioles 30-3, to a guy named Wes Littleton got the save. Yeah. I mean, so he's in these that games, that's just a... Exactly. That's a that's a great stat right there to yeah. get a save. Yeah, I got a save last year. Yeah, in a thirty to three game or in a twenty nine to nine win. Yeah, so good for uh, good for Bryce Wilson, and that might have been his first career save. I think it. I think it potentially is. Well, I mean, the other thing yeah. about last night is the the Marlins did score twice in the top of the second. So all of a sudden the Braves are down two nothing. Like, are they going to get swept at home by the Marlins? And as it turned out, no, they were not. No, so. not at all. Although it still got, there was a little bit of angst when the Marlins cut it to 13-8. to And then the Braves had the bases loaded with two outs in the bottom of the fourth, and Freeman hit that liner. Yeah. And was it the second baseman that it hit off his glove? Were they in the shift? I yeah, don't they remember. were in the shift, so but I don't know. it ended know. up resulting in three runs. It could have been the third baseman who was yeah, over exactly, there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But then that made it 16-8, to and you're like, okay, well, that, you know, it's going to be... Even with this this Braves pitching staff, even though the bullpen still has done a good job, it's going to be hard for the Marlins to win. But had there been a year or a game that the Marlins would have come back and won, I think this would have been it. They, uh, you know, it isn't. There was that play at third base in the uh, in the bottom of the second inning that the Braves challenged. Yeah, and it's funny. Like, had they not had they not won that challenge, like Atlanta probably ends up scoring a run that inning. Right, and then but they did, and you know the. Then the floodgates just completely what, 10 opened. 10 of the 11 runs came with two outs, right? Yeah. 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 So it's like you're sitting there, you've got a run, and then it's two to one. Yeah. But, you know, they they they, they won it. They appealed, got it in, uh, to go in their favor, and the next thing you know, they've scored uh, 10 more runs, and it's uh, 11 to two instead. And by the way, that doesn't mean they would have won 19 to nine if it had been two to one. No. Yeah. yeah. You have no idea what would have happened at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That was just uh so that was huge. That was something. And Adam Duvall makes history with the uh three home run night where his first one is a two run homer, which was one man on. His second one was a three run homer, which meant there were two men on. Mm-hmm. And his last one was a grand slam, which meant there were three men on. A four in, run homer. In that order. Yeah. So that's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, no, none of the four homer games that have there ever been a solo two, three, and a grand yeah. slam. Yeah. I think we looked it up. It's happened once in the minors, maybe, but I think that's it. Oh, to do in that order yeah, for a yeah. four homer game? For a four homer game. But for Duvall to do the, the two, three, and four in that order is, is pretty cool. Too. Yeah, it is something. So the Braves have had now three times by two players you know Ozuna Duvall last week in Boston Duvall again against the uh, Marlins have three homer games now the Braves have won all those games but Bob Horner hit four in one game and they didn't win yes of course but this is a different era now for the Braves yes it is different era and I do have some breaking news that the uh, Braves are playing tonight in Washington against the Nationals and Acuna and Freeman are in the lineup okay first and second so 
Wanted to let you know that they are going to play tonight. And yes. is Azuna then just back at, in hitting third? Because I liked that last night's that was the the lineup. Was Snitker just said, uh, "Here are my three best hitters. They're going to hit one, two, and three. Yeah, and and Ozuna, who lit the team down, only going one for six last night. He is batting third. And here's another breaking note: Duvall's batting cleanup. Tonight. Okay, yes. yeah. Go yes. ahead and let him do that. He seems to be hot right now. So we've got uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Is it the team that goes scoreless with four hits or the team that gets 29 runs on 23 hits? They're going to need some runs probably. Um, yeah. It's Robbie Erlin on the mound. Erlin and Voth pitching tonight. Austin Voth on the mound. I think the Braves hit him pretty good last week, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So he is... 0 and 5 with an 826 ERA. Yeah, I think the Nationals are like, eh, it's a 60 game season. We won the World Series yeah, last exactly. year. We, no pressure. Yeah, we don't we don't really care that much. No at this pressure point. at all. Yeah. So Austin Voth and and Erlin. I don't even. What is Erlin's first name? Robbie. Robbie. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, I need to know the names of the starters for the Braves. I don't, that's that's on me. My bad. Yeah, I mean, he might end up having to start game one of the postseason at this point. That's you don't a good know. Point. You, yeah. you have no idea. Have to send Robbie Erlin to the mound. So how about the Dodgers have a run differential of plus 101, and the Braves with last night's plus 20 are up to plus 52. Yeah. Just shows you what the Dodgers are doing this year. Which is impressive because they play – I mean, the Padres are – Yeah, they're in the 50s also, I think. And do they have – it's like basically the second best record in the National League. Yeah, yeah. So – and to – you know, for the Dodgers to be in a division where you've got the Padres that are really good too, and I I guess the Rockies are like okay, but – um, I mean, oddly enough, like the Giants, I was just looking at the standings the other day, and like the San Francisco Giants have the same record as the Yankees. So, yeah. Well, the Yankees have gone this horrible, horrible yeah. tailspin. I mean, they've had a, a yeah, they've had guys injured, but again, well, so have the Braves. Yeah, yeah. They've had some bad injuries, and I, whatever the Yankees did last night, they're either 500 or a game below 500, I think. Yeah, like they might end up not even making the playoffs. I know. But wasn't the thinking before the season started was there will be – a team or two potentially that'll make the playoffs with a sub 500 record or there's going to be a team like the Yankees that everyone thinks is going to be good but if you don't get off to a hot start yeah. or anything you're going to end up um you're going to end up missing the playoffs it's like you know it was you went back and looked at the last if you took the last two years in the uh, in the National League after 60 games the the Dodgers two years ago that ended up in the World Series would not have been in the playoffs and then last year the Nationals would yeah. have been so you know, the 60-game season was definitely maybe complicating some things. And it's even like right now, okay, the Marlins will, uh, you know, would be in the playoffs. Who, You know, they just lost the game by 20 runs last night, but they'd make the postseason hmm. right now if the playoffs started. And, you know, I mean, if it was a uh, a regular 162-game season, yeah, I could see we're like, all right, maybe the Marlins get off and for about – you know 50 games or so they're 500 or above it a little bit by but by 162 they'd be dead and buried they'd be they'd be in bad shape but yeah right now they're sitting at 19 and 19 they just took two out of three from the Braves even though they got outscored in the series they still took two out of three from the Braves so yeah they'd be the last team in at 19 and 19 and there's if I'm looking at this correct because there's eight teams from each league right that's how they're doing it this year yep so the Braves and Phillies are above 500 in the east the Cubs and Cardinals are above 500 in the Central. The Dodgers and Padres are above 500 in the West, and then the 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 Giants are also they're two games above 500, and then that's it. Then you go to Miami for the next team. 
being 500 so that yeah. they'd be the last team in well when that'd be something because the marlins have made the playoffs twice and they've won the yes, world series that's right. times both so. times and i guess is it just a straight well the division winners or is it one versus eight or two versus seven i think they're doing it that way like a seed okay, okay. yeah so if that's the way, then Miami would be playing the Dodgers in yeah. the uh, first round. Like the NCAA tournament, which might have uh, every team in Ooh. it if the ACC coaches What do you think of that? Their way. Um, I, I would argue that because with conference tournaments, like every team's already kind of in the NCAA yeah. tournament. So, yeah. I mean, maybe is that the plan? Just to, hey, we won't call them the SEC tournament anymore. We'll just call it the NCAA tournament. Yeah, um, I mean, I, that, I guess the thinking coaches are starting to think they're not going to get to play the full schedule of games this year non-conference games are going to be minimal if there are any so play conference games and have your conference tournament and then just let everybody in the ncaa tournament i guess I, yeah well i mean i get as as far as we know right now the the pac-12 for sure isn't playing anything until at least january yeah. 1st so that yeah. basically tells you the pac-12 is not playing conference right. uh, non-conference yeah. games and they won't be the only ones no yeah i mean even just for if, if you look at georgia's schedule right now georgia's scheduled to play bowling green um and the Mac's not playing football, so I know I've asked this, but like, are we expecting Bowling Green's basketball team is going to come to Athens and play while its football team is not playing? I'm assuming that's a no. Yeah, yeah. And I get like the other odd thing too about the schedule right now. It's, I mean, Georgia and Tech are scheduled to play like I believe in November when Georgia and Tech won't play in football. That's right. Yeah. But, yeah. Wait so, a minute. Time yeah, out. Right. So are they going to play in basketball but yeah. not be playing in football? Because you know questions will be asked. Yes, they will. <laughs> yes, they will. And like they already are being asked. I'm yeah. I mean, who knows at this point? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, we just got soccer and volleyball schedules. What earlier this week or into last week or whatever it was. Yeah. So I guess now they can start turning their sights on the winter sports. But the football has been, and that's the the opening weekend of the NFL is going to be fascinating because there's been no preseason games to like ramp us up. It's like we're just going from zero to sixty now. All of a sudden, we're like, whoa. Oh, the season's yeah, here. Starts tonight. It's starting. Yeah. By the way, will the Falcons score more than twenty nine? Yeah, that's a Sunday? good question. Yeah, that's a good question. But like, I some of the a few of the handful of college games that we've had so far, and almost every one of them, it looks like at least one of the teams hasn't even practiced. And so, so is that what happened with Navy the other night? Yeah, I mean, Navy, there's no way in a regular year BYU. Now they could beat Navy, but not like that. Yeah, I mean, Navy has practiced, but. You know, by their own the coach's admission, like, well, they didn't tackle, they didn't scrimmage, they were just tackling dummies and and everything, um, just to, you know, maintain social distancing right. at practice. So there was nothing live like that, and it definitely looked like it, it showed up there. Um, well, that's weird. You would even want to play a game if you've not really, yeah prepared like you normally would well like i mean if you even just look at some report like tennessee the other day had like 40 guys that didn't practice yeah. i mean they had yeah. like they, they had like 30 something on offense that didn't even practice and it's just i mean the good news is is there's still a couple weeks before the season but what if it's like the week of a game and you're and you're like half your team can't practice wasn't that the thinking that when the students came back you know that's why they pushed the season back so all the schools could have their students come back the players got infected they'd have two or three weeks to get through it and then get ready for the season yeah i guess that's the thinking although i mean the the word out of tennessee isn't necessarily that any of the guys that are have been out it's because they have it but they've just been around someone who does so the the contact tracing they've been forced to isolate and and all that but i I guess that's just it we'll just play it week by week and 
with the uh, with the season and see how it goes. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre. I mean, I'm glad we got a game tonight. We got the Canes and UAB and some other games coming up this weekend. I guess no weekend is going to be well. There's not going to be obviously a full slate of games with what we're used to, but at least in a couple of weeks we'll have the SEC joining in. And the Big Twelve, I guess they're this week, but they're they're off next week, right? And then so when the yeah. SEC joins in, we'll have all the schools playing, I guess. Yeah, because it's weeks. only three of the five that are of the Power Five conferences yeah. that are playing. But this yeah. was kind of like non-conference weekend for the for the Big Twelve, although two of their games have been canceled. Yes, because I think what Baylor and La Tech and Okie State and Tulsa. Tulsa, yes. Yeah, and I don't know. Did they push them back or did they just well, put them I, as TBAs? I mean, I guess they're it the word is matter. postponed yeah. at this point, but you know, yeah. I don't know if they'll bother to make it up later or not. But and it it took Baylor a while, didn't it, to even get an opponent? Because I yeah. think they were the last ones that got a non-conference opponent. Now they're having to, you know, make make do with maybe potentially not having a game and i think that instance is it's because of louisiana tech that's had some sort of an outbreak yeah, yeah. but i think the other one is because of okie state <laughs> so um oh boy yeah i mean i guess let's just just prepare yourself for that's how the season might end up and you know hope we get all the games in but i guess something will be will be better than nothing and we'll see how things shake out at the the end of the year because this is definitely a year i mean georgia Georgia looks to be in pretty good shape, uh, even you know, despite last week's uh, announcement with Jamie Newman deciding to opt out. Well, the FBS versus FBS games this weekend, I've only got two of them that have a point spread of less than 10. And it's Texas-San Antonio at Texas State and Coastal Carolina at Kansas. Yeah. Oh, and, and I guess Tulane and South Alabama is hovering around around 10 kansas at 10 o'clock eastern time that should be that should replace pac 12 after dark that like, should be the one yeah every kansas game this year should start no earlier than 10 eastern that would be my uh my proposal now they should be the the new version of that so they're not going to move them into that baylor and louisiana tech slot are they no that was a fox game you, no they something they were else, on fs1 something else has moved there i thought oh, okay. i read okay yeah some other guy maybe who's iowa state play they play on ESPN at noon. Uh, something else moved Louisiana. up. But yeah, because Kansas and Coastal, that's 10 Eastern on FS1. Now I'm counting that on there. that. Yeah, they better. <laughs> yeah, I'm really. count on that. Got to have something. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's where we are. There's not really a riveting matchup. Although Tech's playing Florida State and Dukes at Notre Dame. And I'm assuming with Clemson being at Wake Forest and game day being in Winston-Salem, has game day ever been to a, a a game or a site where there was a 33-point underdog? I'm going to assume not. And also no crowd because Wake, yeah. Wake's not having fans. So they don't have anybody there, yeah. but game day's coming anyway. Yeah, for Clemson. <laughs> exactly. And we do have the Q's in North Carolina. That's yep. at noon on the ACC network. Yep. You get that? Oh, Ar- I think Arkansas State, Kansas State is what they moved to noon on Fox. Okay, because yeah. that was originally a 3.30 FS1. Yeah. So that makes sense. They moved it to noon. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Q's in North Carolina. I think I do get the ACC network. Hey, well, you'll get uh, Syracuse in North Carolina then. I can honestly tell. I don't think – last year Tech opened on it against Clemson, and I think that's the that's the only time I've ever watched it. I haven't been on it. I haven't seen the ACC network and I'm thinking- since. Because we have ATTU verse, I don't think we had the ACC network when that game started. Oh, really? We have it now, but I don't think we had it then. I think I have it now. 
I'll, well, I, I don't know how yeah. important the Syracuse North Carolina say, game is going to be. You need to, to me. find out. Well, it's a triple header because you got Pitt hosting Austin P at four o'clock and Louisville at home against Western Kentucky at eight o'clock. Okay, so you need to make sure you've got the ACC network. Well, what's the oh the Tech games on ABC? Oh yeah. All right, they're on the big boy. Yeah, I'm lo- I'm looking right now. I'm gonna my my lean on my my lineup on Saturday is at noon. Geez, at noon, I guess if I get the ACC network, I will. I'll have Syracuse and North Carolina, won't I? Unless you want that. What was the game you said that moved Kansas State and Arkansas State? Yeah, I mean, at least. Yeah, I got Syrac- North Carolina, Syracuse. Like, all right, then. It, and what are you doing at either 3.30 or 4? Well, tech. I, I'm going to check out Duke and Notre Dame yeah. at 2.30. And then, yeah, Tech and Florida State at 3.30 for yep. sure. And, and then, then in the evening, you can only watch one game. Clemson. Watch the Tigers. I guess I have to. I mean, Tulane at South Alabama. Yeah. Western Kentucky, Louisville. Ooh, that's you the have Bobby the Petrino horse. Bowl. Tell our man Cuts he's uh, he's having to give forty three to UTEP. So, oh, UTEP probably won't even score. So you think forty three is safe? Yeah, the Longhorn Network. I don't think I get. <laughs> we actually do. Yeah, I don't think I get that. We do get the Longhorn Network. So that's not even an option. But then you can you can. Get a guarantee at uh, 10 o'clock. You're getting you some Kansas and Coastal Carolina. Kansas and Coastal Carolina. What's the over-under on that Texas-UTEP game? If, if Kansas, I mean, if Texas is favored by 43, I'll look it up. That's probably what it is. It's probably close to that, I right? I bet it's, yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to have to be. Maybe like low 50s. That's giving UTEP a lot of credit. Yeah. Did UTEP played last week already, though, right? They won. Oh, so they've already, see, they're going to, this is so. This is a trap game. Uh, the over under is fifty eight and a half. Oh, wow, all right. That's so, let down. Let down. Let down city. I don't know what they're looking ahead to. <laughs> yeah, some teams might not be looking ahead. I haven't really bothered to look at a lot of these schedules. I tried to go in and, and get like a big, um, or I'm sorry, like a conference USA like like helmet, helmet schedule. schedule. I couldn't find one. Really? Yeah, like or a Sun Belt helmet schedule. I couldn't find one. Yeah. You just have to They're make probably your trying own. to tell me something. Yeah. You don't need that. Everything is pending. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, no pending gonna... in the pandemic. It's like, I know Austin P plays Pitt this weekend, then they have one more game, and then that's it for Austin P. They already played. They played Central Arkansas, and then they play Pitt, and um, I guess they've got a maybe another... So they're they're playing to finance the athletic department. I guess. They've, they've got three games on their schedule, and that's it. Yeah. And then they'll be done. Unless... So they want to play somebody else. I know that North Dakota is because they've got that. Are they the ones that are playing one game? Yeah, they're playing Central Arkansas because they've got that Trey Lance. That's right. And I guess they want to get him one shot to play. But oh, maybe Austin P would go play him. So according to my records, Austin P has Pitt, and then next weekend Cincinnati, and that's it. That's right? it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and then their season. Then they will, are done. Their season will be over. Started on September fifth. And ended on September 19th. Yeah. The Austin P season. Actually, it was August 26th when they played uh, Central Arkansas. So their season will end before Georgia's even starts. starts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. God, what a crazy year. Well, for the dogs, we know. All the uh, all the eyes still on that quarterback spot now. And who's uh, who's going to start that that opener? I think the only the question with JT Daniels just is, um, is he healthy and fully cleared to yeah. to play and, and go because I've seen you know, I've seen some photos from practice or whatever and he definitely does have a big brace on that knee well I do get a lot of questions as to 
hey, what do you think about the quarterback race? And I'm saying, I have no idea. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I've been getting asked, too, like, yeah. what about Jamie Newman? I, I don't know. Yeah, don't I mean, know. He put out a statement. I'll just go with what he yeah. said. He's going to get ready for the that's NFL right. draft. That's so. right. I know that's the riveting analysis that people come here for, but if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. It's like, go to the uh, – I still like sometimes when you hear reporters that go, like, sources say, and then in meanwhile, the sources, the guy tweeted it. Yeah, yeah, that's the so, source. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good indication of – you know that it's that it's true yeah <laughs> so because yeah the source is the horse's mouth yeah yeah well i'm hearing that jamie newman is uh is opting out like that is accurate yes. as jamie newman has reported that because he said it on twitter.com yes at a <laughs> website called twitter.com they uh, also have an app if you want to put that on your they, phone they do have an app as well <laughs> um all right appreciate you uh checking us out again as always as football is finally back uh, the nfl season gets cranked up falcons will play the seahawks this weekend don't uh, even get around to the falcons and seahawks yeah i don't, I don't know i'll wait and see are you are you diving into the nfl or are you just are you uh just kind of putting your toe in the water i mean i think i'm i'm gonna be in sort of an information gathering stage for the first because like you said i mean no preseason it's just kind of hard to know yeah and And i I did see what the seahawks are like a two-point favorite yeah and i really do i mean i just hope these guys don't go out in there and get hurt like vaughn miller's out for the year now because he like on the last play of practice just did some some fluke injury yeah on some turf they had to go inside and pl- practice because it was 90 degrees in denver one day and the next day it was 30 and snowing yeah better head on in <laughs> yeah talk about some that crazy seems like weather. perfectly normal weather well you know i mean it's like I, that's the weird thing like dominique blaylock i mean you, you can just get hurt yeah just running or you know not having any contact yeah so it's just i don't know if that was 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 von miller's a non-contact injury yeah, I don't think he like got hit or anything. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, just I mean, they were just running a play stuff. at the end of practice, like Boss Bailey. Yeah, yeah, you know, first play of the season, running down yeah. the field on special coach. teams. What's he doing on special teams? Yeah, well, he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's good. We yeah. don't have this. That's a that's a football play, also. Yeah, wait a couple of years when our special teams is like a uh, like half of them are walk on fullbacks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. we'll be wishing Boss Bailey were yeah. playing special teams. Absolutely. All right, uh, appreciate you checking it out again. The uh, crossover podcast here on 960theref.com. Also, download the 960theref app. You can subscribe as well on iTunes or uh, wherever you get your podcast. For uh, Dave, I'm Chris. It's the crossover podcast here on 960theref.com and the 960theref app. You've been listening to The Crossover, presented by Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen on 960theref.com. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.